omne donum perfectum de sursum est, descendens <coughs> apate luminum, apud quem non est transmutatio. All these gifts come to us from above, sent down by the Father of Lights, with whom there can be no change. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. A gift it is, sent to us from the Father of Lights, to be here in this holy place. The very stones of this church are saturated, saturated in the prayers of generations of Benedictine monks, our own forefathers, who until nearly 500 years ago would have sung here in this very place the very same psalms and antiphons, the very same parts of the Mass that we sing here today. With God, a thousand years are like a single day. And in some way, we, the Benedictine monks of the Diocese of Me, in coming to this church of our forefathers, are giving life to these stones, allowing them to find again that resonance for which they were created and put in place here. The monks of centuries past had an extraordinary gift for building churches that were places for the optimal resonance of the Word of God. And in doing this, they were saying something theological, something profound. That is to say that the Word of God attains its optimal resonance in an empty space. What is this church if not a virgin space, an empty space fashioned to give to the Word of God a place of resonance in the church? The words, of course, 
that we chant in the divine office. The words of this mass that we're singing today, the mass of St. Oliver Plunkett. And I find myself wondering if St. Oliver Plunkett did not pass through this abbey. Would he not, perhaps, have known this very place? It's not impossible. He was from Oldcastle. Down the road. And today, we sing this Mass of St. Oliver Plunkett. And the words of this Mass reach a new resonance. The gospel of this Mass is one that is used not only for martyr saints, but also for holy monks. We know this gospel. We read it in St. Matthew's version in the votive Mass of St. Benedict. If any man comes to me without hating his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yes, and his own life too, and his own life too, he can be no disciple of mine. These words pierced to the heart of the monks who lived in this place, who left all things familiar and dear to prefer nothing whatsoever to the love of Christ and to put nothing before the Opus Dei, the work of God. This church was built for the Opus Dei. And by God's mysterious designs in his providence, the same Opus Dei has not been silenced in the Diocese of Meath. God brought Benedictine monks back to the Diocese of Meath. What are the monks of four experiencing today as they hear in this, their church, a kind of spiritual resurrection? And so, even as we seek the intercession of St. Oliver Plunkett, who was, you know, a Benedictine oblate, that's a little known fact about St. Oliver Plunkett, because when he was in prison in London, his fellow prisoner was one Dom Corker, and a Benedictine monk. And His Grace, Primate of all Ireland, knelt before Don Corker and said, I want to die a son of St. Benedict. I want to die in obedience. I want my martyrdom to be an act of obedience, of monastic obedience. 
And Don Corker took off his scapular and put it on Oliver Plunkett. And so Oliver Plunkett went to his execution, a son of St. Benedict. Did he, in the hour of his death, have a thought for the monks of four, his own brethren now? And even as we seek the intercession of St. Oliver Plunkett, our father and our brother, we pray for the happy repose of the souls of all of those monks who lived here and died here. What great thing is given us today to offer the holy sacrifice of the Mass as they offered it in this place. The same words, the same chants, the same gestures in a wonderful continuity. But to offer the holy sacrifice of the Mass for the repose of their souls. We, my sons, I say to you, ought to be profoundly humbled by the privilege given us today to stand in the place where our forefathers stood, to pray as they prayed, to sing as they sang, to offer the holy sacrifice that they offered in this place. Their altar is gone. But we, with a certain poverty of means and ingenuity, have put a makeshift altar in its place, that upon it the very same sacrifice may be offered. Let us go then into the sacrifice, in this glorious and astonishing mystery that is the communion of saints. For here, in this place, at this hour, are present the church militant, the church suffering, the church triumphant. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.